This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 106. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. We are Cameron and Amber O'Hearn, and we are back at you <laughs> with another episode about living out the Great Commission as a family. We've got our little mascot here, Ellen, who is six months old. And speaking of Ellen, let's do an update. We've had a little break. Um, as many of you know, we've just been trying to get reorganized and situated and finding a new groove to life. Yeah, so we had Ellen in June, end of June, which is also when I was running a Kickstarter. Yep. Which is also in the middle of COVID. And then I also, you know, was moving into an office. So there's been a lot of change. Having four kids and doing a podcast was very difficult. Yes. Um, So going forward, what we're hoping to do is continue to release monthly episodes. Some of those are are going to be uh, Cameron and I uh, just chatting about different topics. Um, Some of those are going to be interview episodes, either from me with a guest or Cameron. Um, I don't know if we'll do couples interviews anymore. Those are kind of hard to... Maybe we'll, see. we'll. You know we'll what, see. You know what's going to happen? What's going to happen? In 25 years, our kids are going to be out of the house. In 35 years. Yeah. Our kids are going to be out of the house, and we're going to crush it with the podcasting. <laughs> you guys have no idea. So stick Stay with us. Stay subscribed. 35 years from now, <laughs> it's going to be... Awesome. You'll get a notification in like 35 <laughs> years. Diapers and Disciples has released 37 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, also, apologies for the sound quality if it's less than ideal. We're, we're talking to you from Cameron's new office. And... Um, we have no control over the, the um, heating system. Right. Um, okay, and also just a Patreon update. Uh, I we're not able to continually release bonus content anymore with Patreon. It's just a little too hard for us to keep up with. So uh, and weekly episodes is no longer a thing, right? Most likely, yeah, right. I mentioned we'll just be doing monthly from here on oh, out. Okay. But so I, I sent we sent an email to our patrons, uh, kind of explaining things. But basically, we're just getting rid of all the different Patreon levels, but we're keeping all the content on the Patreon. So if you give, so all that money that we're getting through Patreon is just going to the maintenance of the podcast. So going to uh, hosting website fees, uh, that sort of thing. And we'll continue to go to that. So if you are interested in supporting us, that is where the money will go. You can give it any amount. I mean, even if you want to just give a dollar a month, um, you can even do one-time donations. I'm pretty sure I should look into that. But um, if you want to just give a little bit, uh, all that money will just go towards sustaining the podcast long term. What does... So, okay. First of all, let me say this. (laughs) New patrons and current patrons get access to all of the bonus content that we've released up to this point. And? Yes. And I'm finishing your sentences, if you didn't know. Cameron came up with this really clever <laughs> magnet. And so all new patrons and current patrons 
we'll get the magnet and a sticker. So our sticker, it's like this little circular sticker and it's got two little check mark boxes on it. And it says, it's like a to-do list. And then it says, to-do, change diapers, make disciples. So you'll get one of those stickers as well as a magnet, which says... It's the it's serenity, serenity prayer, prayer reimagined. Okay, let me try to remember it. Lord, grant me the serenity to fold this load of laundry, the courage to change the diapers, and the wisdom to know the difference. <laughs> I love it. Serenity prayer for moms. And dads. Oh, oh. oh we change diapers too. You're right. Oh, wait. We, let's... Don't, we don't usually fold laundry. Okay, what's the what's the... What's it called when you like want to tease a future episode? Oh, tease a, a teaser. Fe- <laughs> Cameron, yeah, Cameron and I were we're hoping to do a uh, what is it called? An uh, episode on like a little series. Maybe I shouldn't say this in case we don't end up doing it. Or what should are I we just doing say again? it? Of a, a feminism. Yeah. Okay. Feminist. Yeah. Talk about it. Feminism. Femininity series okay yeah. so i've been thinking about this for a while i'd love to talk to people across the spectrum on people who think we need to rescue the word feminism and that there is catholic feminism and we need to embrace it and then all the way to the other end where people would say you should not use the word feminism there's no such thing as catholic feminism and just kind of get different perspectives and have a good discussion on that. So Cameron and I are thinking about doing a little intro episode to that. Maybe we'll record that today if we're grooving. Sounds good. Okay. Let's get into it. Was there something else or that's it? Um, no, that's it. Okay. You can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash diapers and disciples. Today we are talking about the 80-20 principle. You want to explain that? Yeah. So there's um, in like the 19th century. I'm not an expert on this, but this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs know about because it's in a lot of the books, is the 80-20 principle, which is called the Pareto principle. And this guy was, um, he noticed that this principle comes up in a lot of different areas. So basically that 20% of your effort yields 80% of your result. So in business, in economics, education, um, there's even some examples like in stores, eight, um, 20% of the inventory will yield 80% of their sales. Or um, 20% of people make up 80% of the healthcare costs. Like that kind of thing. Hey, right. no crying. Okay. So we wanted to ask the question, um, how do we apply that to marriage? How do we hack our marriage with the Pareto Principle? We teased this like a year ago. We remember we did that episode and we're like, oh, let's tease our next episode. And then, That was a year ago? I think so. It's been a while. I know. Okay, let's, so um, let's start with the scripture verse. Let's do it. Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves what wait whoa okay start again <laughs> read it again i want i want to really hear i want you to hear this <laughs> <laughs> okay i want I, wa- okay. I really need to hear this all right let's let's do this do nothing from selfishness or conceit 
but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Philippians 2, 3 through 4. So good. All right. So others are better than you. So let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I think that's, if that wasn't in scripture, there'd be a sense of that both of us would want to qualify that immediately. Like, but uh, we're, we're all, we're all equal. Or if I don't get me time, like I'll flail away. Right. I got you, girl. Yeah, so... Oh, hey. Oh, oh I forgot okay, to calm down a bit. Hey, girl. Hey. It's podcasting hard. It's really hard. I know. Should so I pause hard. and try and put her down? Or? So what I was saying was... <laughs> I think I see what you're saying. Because do nothing from selfishness. It's like thinking about, well, I need this mm-hmm. in in order to be able to give to others. I deserve this. Yeah, I deserve this. Yeah. I worked hard at work. Yeah. I was with the kids all day. Right. That's good. But okay. also, like when I'm doing something for you, sometimes it's because I'm going to get something back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's doing something from selfishness and conceit because it becomes about me. If I really did something and it was just for you as a gift, I wouldn't expect something in return. Right. Okay. So let's get into that. I think that's just a good verse. Can can you read it one more time and then we'll run into the content? Right. Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. It's interesting because that second verse says not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So that does imply there's a little bit of like you need to take care of yourself as well. Yeah, I agree with that. But where do you think our culture leans? Yeah, definitely towards. And not not just like people who don't go to church but like even good catholic couples yeah i think we just lean in that direction of like expecting something in return for everything we do right and we're always comparing how much sleep we're getting Mm -hmm. or how hard we're working or how much laundry or diapers we're changing yeah let's talk about that because i think we struggle with that a lot Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so one one story that comes to mind is when, um, so <laughs> we were visiting my mom recently, and me and Amber are both, my mom has a sauna in her basement, and we're both in the sauna, and I asked Amber, so how are things going for you? Like, how, how are things going? And... Okay, firstly, if I really cared about how things were going, I wouldn't have been so upset at her answer. <laughs> so what? Well, I'll set it up because you had been letting so me So we're sleep sweating in. in a sauna. 
Yeah, you, but you you had been like letting me sleep in on our vacation and like trying to make sure that I got rest and like the coffee that I wanted and needed and and I said to that I started talking about all the really hard things. Yeah, because you were that's was your honest that's honestly where you were. Yeah, you were honestly still tired. Yeah, and. St- it still didn't feel like a vacation. Yeah. And I think I'm also inclined to self-pity. Okay. That's just something that, yeah, a tendency I have. And so I think that I was just thinking about all the hard things <laughs> and felt the need to share all those with you. So then we're sweating in the sauna and we start fighting. <laughs> we have this, like, <laughs> we don't often, like, you know, we're not often short with each other or, you know, prone to yelling, but we got close to just like, just being really mad at each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're ungrateful because you're not seeing like what a, you didn't mention all this, all the good stuff I did for you. And we're both just like, and I was like, well, you looking asked at me our how own belly would... buttons, just navel gazing, like, <laughs> right. what about me? Right. And I was saying, like, well, you asked me how I was feeling, and this is how I'm feeling. And now you're saying, like, actually, when you said that thing about not being grateful, I, like, started laughing because I felt like. Yeah, you laughed. <laughs> it was like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyways, okay, so all this to say, what's our point? <laughs> well, the fact is that it it took a lot of work for me to like get you to sleep in well i mean the main point is i was asking that question kind of for selfish reasons here's what i wanted you to say (laughs) i'm so grateful you let me sleep and you know maybe you should sleep in tomorrow (laughs) and um you're such a good husband (laughs) i wanted this kind of litany of um affirmation and how great everything was but when i got the opposite so i was I was asking the question out of selfishness and conceit deep down, and I wanted a certain answer. Mm. But here's the point. Here's why we bring it up with this episode is the 80-20 principle. So 80% of my effort yielded 20% of the result. Mm. So it helped you just a little bit. Yeah. But what would have been much better, because we talked about this before the podcast, was... Even if you didn't sleep in, let's say like we both got up with the kids or even if I slept in and then like after breakfast, I said, would you like to just go to a coffee shop for an hour by yourself Yeah, and just like not have any responsibilities? Read a book, sip your mocha, (laughs) be like, yeah. I think that would (laughs) have like changed, like it wouldn't. So I think that would have like set up the next several days for you to be great. Yeah. Is that correct to yeah, say? Yeah, I think so. An hour in a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would have been the 20% that yielded the 80% yeah. result. So it, it just takes talking with your spouse. Like what are the small things you can do to like hack your marriage in this way, to, to yield 80% of the yeah. result? And even though I, think, I knew I think that the about Saints you, talk about that hacking. Your <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, your joke was so good. I just <laughs> forgot sorry. what I was going to say. I was too busy laughing you, hysterically. 
<laughs> you were saying, even though I knew that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that about you. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's important to consider the, what's the verse say? Look to the interests of others. So, like, mm. have that in mind. Okay, it's the weekend. My wife is really stressed or overwhelmed. What's the thing that she loves above all else? Yeah. Like to, to really recharge. Yeah. And I knew that about you, but for some reason I was just like doing this hustle with 80%, like letting you sleep in and taking the kids and I'm this superhero <laughs> over here, like yeah, flexing my, my muscles, my pride. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, it's like when I, an example would be during the day, if I'm just like oh my goodness, crushing the housework, like everything is so clean, everything's vacuumed and put away and Cameron comes home and it like looks amazing and Cameron doesn't notice it at all. <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh, I just spent the whole afternoon like making it sure it looks like nice. It takes like 15 minutes from the time I walk through the threshold of the door, 15 minutes to like, for the like, data of the work day to like you know drain out and then for me to like oh i'm home looking around yeah <laughs> and oh look how clean it is so i it's it's almost like it takes me time but even though even if i do notice it's clean it's not it it's, doesn't yield 80 exactly. percent of the result for me it's, it's not like it's the 80 percent that yields the 20 percent. exactly yep Whereas if you were to come home and I just like the house was crazy and I just ran over and was like, I love you. I'm so glad you're home. Yeah, and that's a good example. And... That's a great example. Yeah. That's really good. Let's play a board game tonight. Oh, <laughs> let's get out. Uh, let's get out the most complicated board game that my husband loves. Well, that might be more like a 50-50 split because that takes some effort sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, that was a great example. Like coming over, like just affirming that you're a happy wife. Yeah. Even if maybe there's a part of you that's like unhappy. It's like choosing, yeah. choosing to be joyful. Right. And then for me, and I think a lot of husbands out there having a happy wife in the midst of a crazy home just gets us 80% of the way there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, here, here's an example we thought of, of for me, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think it's going to be a really good idea to like reorganize a room. <laughs> <laughs> so for example, well today, um, this might not be a good example, but I'm, trying to hang these doors and I know you want it done. Yeah. It's like eventually, yeah, it's a good idea that it's done, but it's a ton of work for me. I'm not very crafty. So hanging these, these sliding doors is taking a lot of work. And when they're done, it's not going to be like you're completely refreshed and excited. Right. But yeah. it's taking a lot of work. Right. And sometimes I'll like organize an entire shelf of board games or like do something in a room that's really nice and organized but it, it won't matter that much to you. yeah because the rest of the house maybe is like so crazy and like the kids are running around and it's great that you got that one thing done but I don't feel 80% better I feel about the same because it's still crazy 
in the main area where mm -hmm. I'm at. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe I could just bring up a couple more examples. That's a good idea. From my perspective, or mm -hmm. I'll just bring up one more example, and then we can get into some questions that yeah you can ask each other. Right. Um, and this will be kind of a short episode. I yeah. think that's fine. That's great. Um, I think it might go without saying, but I'll just say it, that if a man has a wife who is being intimate with him sexually, <laughs> just saying the word, um, that that makes at least 80% of the difference from a man's perspective. Um, but it seems to be 20% effort, right? Do I mean, it's not that hard, right? <laughs> Do you think that's a I'm I'm interested to know if you think that's across the board for all men. Like or if it's, it's just, just like a I don't know, personality temperament thing. I think this is a good example, but I just I don't know if we can say it's the same for everyone, but for our marriage. Gosh, I would I would say it's one of those things that you could say it's across the board, and that doesn't mean literally 100% of men, but I think any man listening to this would be like, uh yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Um I do think that's the case. Okay, so from my perspective, I'm, like, exhausted at the end of the day. But I know that it means a lot to my husband to yeah. be intimate with him and that he would actually be a better husband and father and have a great day at work, you know, the yeah. next day and feel so loved and supported if we were intimate, yeah. even though I'd rather just go to bed. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a good, that's a good perspective, I, I, I like how okay, you said. Let me say this okay. I, just really quick, and then you can go from there. Okay. I don't want it to be like it's like a chore for me to be intimate with you. Okay. Yeah, I hope that's not true. That doesn't. That's not true at all. But I wondered if the way I said that made it sound like that. So that's why I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Thanks. I think the way you phrased it was really excellent, and it shows that you were, you kind of have this verse in mind that we read because you weren't saying, "Oh, if I do something that gives eighty percent to my husband." then it'll trickle down to me and I, maybe I'll sleep in or I'll get something right. out of it. It's my husband will have a good day at work and, you know, he'll he'll be more confident and this and that and the other yeah. thing. So, yeah, I do think that is a great example and it's almost universal. Cool. That's great. I think also something that goes along with this is just being attentive to the day to one another's needs and like the day that the other person has experienced because I think it's so easy for me to think about when Cameron finishes his work day to think about myself and the day I've had and oh I'm so tired and there was so the noise level was so high today all day and so when my husband comes home I just like want to unload all that but then also to think about well what did my husband experience today like he was experiencing you know pressures at work or uh, like financial pressure of like am I providing and like what is our you know long-term financial goals or whatever or work goals and I think just being attentive to what the other person has experienced helps you to just r shift your mindset and reframe you know where the other person's yeah when from. the when the other person walks through the door um or when you walk through the door and see your spouse, you have no idea how the day was. It could have been a great day or a terrible day. Yeah. And so 
it's probably a good idea to like take a breath and expect the worst (laughs) (laughs) and just yeah consider the interests of others here's an image that came to mind and i've been trying to think of an image that like shows that the fight is not harder or easier on either side because you can't we've talked about this before it's not good to quantify it, like to, right. to compare and say, well, I've done this, I've done that. Because you can't compare laundry twice a week with bills once a month. Like they're just different yeah. and they have different pressures and responsibilities. So here's kind of an image that comes to mind. <laughs> Let me know what you think about this. Is So a husband and a father is usually the one who's like just who has a big rock on his shoulders and it's always there. Hmm. And it's like tiring and like it's a lot of pressure and it's mm. kind of constant. Like caring for my family. Like yeah. this is how are we gonna make it the next right. few months? Um, how much money do we have in the bank account? Is everyone safe? Is my wife happy? Yeah. <laughs> um, are we secure? That kind of thing. Whereas for a mom, it's like and I'm stealing this image from Fulton Sheen, but it's like being pelted with popcorn oh yeah and it's like all day like you're not you don't have this heavy thing on your shoulders but you have every like twice a second you're being pelted with popcorn wow that's really (laughs) insightful i think so it's not this overwhelming pressure but it's just this annoyance and this monotony this constant pelting with popcorn yeah you're just being hit with popcorn constantly yeah that's really true and i think even that goes yeah for i think that might be a male female difference too even if like a woman is like working outside the home or whatever i think women tend to be more just uh well everything's kind of connected versus the drawers yeah exactly so it would make sense that you'd be more a woman would be more sensitive to all the little things which is why like on saturdays when my kids when i have like two or three different kids asking for different things i like lose it because yeah (laughs) i'm holding this rock and i've been holding it all week and then i get pelted with just three popcorn kernels and I lose it because I'm just like I'm holding this thing and I'm worried about this one thing and it could be the one thing like I'm stalling these doors or I'm like trying to help this one kid with this one thing and it's very like single minded Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so hard for me to like dance around and to handle so many things at once that's really good I'm really glad you mentioned that I think that's going to help me a lot with visualizing what you're experiencing. That's good. I like that. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So so let's get into what is, what are some examples of, no, I think we already did that. Um, well, l- let me ask you this. So in terms of, I don't, I don't know if you mentioned um, the 20% I can do that helps you 80% of the way. Did you did you say that? We talked a little bit about alone time, but another thing is I have some, like, in the house, there's some, like, hotspot zones that if they're messy, I'm like... This was a uh, game changer. When, when she mentioned this thing, I was like, okay, if the house is crazy and I tackle these things first... Yeah. <laughs> so the kids eat at the bar stools like breakfast and lunch usually and there's like crumbs and stuff that gets under there and it's carpeted underneath there because it's like into our living room and that space being like 
crummy is so bothersome to the me. entire house could be immaculate and there's crumbs <laughs> under the this has happened before yeah i like clean the kit the kitchen and the living room which are attached but i didn't clean up I mean, there's a significant number of crumbs, but it's just crumbs, and they're under the bar stools, and Amber is, like, not having it. Like, for something's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> and she's like, I just got to get the vacuum out. But the kids are asleep, and there's crumbs. and <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, you told me that, uh, it, like, that that's just, that, it, that's kind of the hot spot. And if that's clean, that's, like, basically 80% done. Right. Would you say that's the same? So I, here's here's what I know. What? Well, here here's. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can, you can edit this out. I'm I'm just uh, tripping over my words. But is it true that the twenty percent is the crumb area, and any like stickiness on the counter? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. And dishes. Yeah, here's the thing. If the dishes are in the sink, like, soaking in soapy water, I'm like, okay, we're fine. But if the dishes are in the sink... Just, like, piled just up stack. and getting crusty. And, okay, that's yeah. no good. Right. So that that is included in the 20%, right? I'd say so. So, yeah, even... So here's the point. Here's the point. The, the kitchen and the living room are in total chaos. Here I come. The kids are asleep. It's time to clean. My first attack is i'm gonna make sure that the counters are clean and those dishes are starting to be cleaned yeah and then if there's crumbs in the crumb area if i clean those up if i get those first three things done which is it's not very difficult right and we don't get to the rest like we're good yeah we're 80 percent of the way there yeah that's good i hope this is helpful for people it's just examples from our life that yeah. I think will get people thinking about. I'm getting really excited. <laughs> Good. Okay. Should should we talk about... Wait, did you want to talk about this thing? Uh, or you want to just move into this? Because we've talked about this before in the past. Well, I think this is just a... Because we've been talking about, like, um, relationship with your spouse and also, like, cleaning. But I think it's um, also helpful to talk about... Um, relating to your kids Mm. so um one way this is another 20 percent thing that's helpful for us is if you just make light of something um it'll make that thing easier much easier to bear Mm -hmm. so for example uh our second was having a hard time sleeping i think when he was teething so he would get up without fail Every single night at like two or three, five in the morning, it would be at least twice, you know, each night. So we were expecting it. So at first it was like he would start crying. We'd roll out of bed, grumble, Mm -hmm. like try to put him to sleep, bounce with him. And it was it was always a battle between like who's going to get up. Is it going to be you or me? And so, again, we're we're comparing ourselves. We're, um, you know. Uh, however you want to say it. But then we, we started saying, let's party when, it, when we got yeah. up. So, you know, our second starts crying. And then one of us would turn to the other one and say, are you ready to party? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we just turn it into like, oh, we're, 
we're like staying up late because we're party <laughs> partying. Oh, this is gonna be so wild. Oh, you ready to party? Let's go get our son and oh, this would be crazy. We're both like really tired and but it it just it just made everything so much easier, yeah, didn't it? It did. That's really true. That's a fond memory I have is the mm. those nights where we would quote unquote party yeah. <laughs> like that. That's good. So make light of it, of whatever it is, getting up early or your kid won't sleep at night and make it a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. So here's some questions to ask each other. And then I I think this will be a good conversation starter for for both of you. So Mm -hmm. do you want to read the questions? Yeah. What is the 20% of the chores that makes your spouse think the house is 80% clean? Why did so, you change the words spouse or because wife to spouse? Here, here's, here's why. <laughs> you don't think it's universal? No, because I was thinking about like, well, specifically for us, like you usually do, like I'm the one that does most of the, I just think about there's things that you usually do that I don't do. Like you do the outside stuff, take out the trash, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you also are the one that usually does the dishes, mm-hmm. but maybe that's the thing. Well, I'll just read the question as is. I think that's the thing. Cause, um, I mean, yeah, if the house is messy, it's not as comfortable, but it's not like really affecting me. It's not like, right. it's not affecting my mental health when the house is messy. Okay. If the house is messy and my wife's happy, I I'm completely fine. You know what? Let's stick a pin in this and talk about this in the feminist episode. What? All these questions? No, why I changed it to spouse. Okay. All right. A little teaser. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, what is the 20% of the chores that makes your wife think the house is 80% clean? That's a good question. So actually find that out. What's the like zones? What are the hot spots? Yeah. What's the next question? What is the 20% that you can do to make your husband feel 80% loved and supported? Great. And the last question we have is, what's the 20% you can do with your kids that shape the entire day for them? And I'm thinking, like, you're, this is, I'm just speaking for myself, like, we've had a let's just say we've had a really rough morning we're going into the afternoon it's like okay we've got two hours before i need to start dinner the house is crazy and everyone's like yelling and screaming what the 20 percent might be hey guys let's we're gonna get bundled up and we're gonna go outside and we're gonna go do your balance bikes or okay everyone get on the couch we're gonna read a chapter of Oz or you know what we're going to do? We're going to, we're going to bake cookies. We're going to take a break from everything and we're just going to bake some cookies. Yeah, that's great. You do that a lot. I like that. Not just the cookies, but yeah, doing a thing during the day that the kids can remember and kind of shapes the day. So when we get to the end of the day and it's like, oh, good night. We love you. It wasn't just another day. It was. Oh, remember when we went to go on that big hill today when we were outside that was so fun yeah that's a great point yeah 80 20 principle pareto principle 20 percent of your effort yields 80 percent of your result in your marriage and in your parenting but also 
watch out for the 80% you do that you're like, I need affirmation that I'm doing this, all this work. But your spouse is just like, uh, it's, it's only like a fifth of what I really care about. It's not really that important to me. So actually talk about what are, what are the things that get you 80% of the way there? Yeah. Thanks for doing this episode with me. You're welcome. I'll see you in just a little bit. All right. Um, Across this table. Romans 12, 1 through 2. Should we say it together? I'm blanking on the first part, on verse 1. I appeal to you. Therefore, brethren, by by the the mercies mercies of of God, God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual spiritual worship. worship. Do, Do not, not be conformed, conformed to this world, world but, be but be transformed by, by the... Re- Sorry, I don't think we should say this at the same time. <laughs> Why not? Just read it or say it. Okay. Do not be transformed... No, say the first part, the first verse. No, you do the first verse because I don't have that one in oh, okay. solid. Why don't you just do Okay. Because I've been talking a lot. Romans 12, 1 through 2. Okay. Hit it. I, <laughs> the greatest hits. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That you may prove what is the will of God. I forgot it. That you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans Romans 12, 1 through 2. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I wanted to end with that is because it's so easy for me to think like, oh, I just, I want to be comfortable. And I was telling Cameron, like, it's it's like sometimes I wish Jesus said, take up your cuff, cup of coffee and take a load off. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be comfortable. That's so funny. But he didn't say that. He told us to take up our cross and follow him and... I just want to be transformed and be more like him. Yeah, and I'll, let's end with this. I'll just say one more thing. We're going to record an episode on the state of the world and how we're kind of coping yeah. with it, with everything, considering everything that's happening. So uh, that'll be the next episode, but look out for that because that, that, I mean, that's what it's all about is when we pick up our cross and follow Christ, we end up at his destination, which is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And that kingdom is without end. And that is actually literally the end of our journey. Mm. That is where we are heading. And we can hope that that is where we are heading. So, um, yeah, stop, stop looking at your, your belly button and look up (laughs) to Christ (laughs) And follow him, pick up your cross, love your spouse, love your kids, um, strive to enter, and uh, put your hope on eternal things. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, close this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time today. Thank you for our spouses. Thank you for our families. Thank you for the work that you've provided for us. Um, thank you for the sacrifices and the struggles that help us to remember that you are in charge and that we need you, Lord, and that we can rely on you. Help us to remember that you are king and uh, you are the one, 
leading us and guiding us and supporting us. Help us to embrace our cross and follow you. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. Did I say 106? Okay, come on, come on, come on. Okay. This is Diapers and Disciples, Whoa, episode you're a lot 106. Hold on. Wait, you're hold on. Loud. That's because I'm up close. I'll go back no, no, a little bit. No, no, no. Okay. That's okay. That's my <laughs> that's my normal. Okay. You're much louder than I thought you'd be. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You ready? Ahead.